Welcome to Chicago Tabernacle, a place of becoming. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. Please join us now as we hear a message from Pastor Toledo. Happy New Year. Come on, somebody say Happy New Year. Come on, this is the Lord's Day. Come on, let's praise Him. Hallelujah. I'm so happy to see all of you. I want you to know first service got more points than you today because they came here early. They were like this, but they made it. Amen. What a great thing to be able to start the year off in the Lord's house. Amen. So many different ways to start the year off. So many different ways. One of the main ways is, for example, goal setting. I've been hearing a lot about goal setting. I think that goal setting is a tremendous personal exercise. I want to encourage you watching online. You know, think about areas of your life that you should be growing, that you should be developing. Write it down. Everybody say write it down. Then after you write it down, you have to schedule in the new priorities. You know, and then after you schedule in the new priorities, you have to be present and you have to focus on these new, in these new areas where you want to grow. Amen? Now here at CT and PT, we want to start the year on a foundation, on a footing of faith and expectation and dependence on Jesus. How many want to have more faith in 2023 than ever before? Come on, put your hands together and say, yes, Lord, that's what I want. We want to believe God. We want to trust God. We want to see, in a lot of ways, the move of God. You know, in the first service, at the end, a brother came to me, gave me a prophetic word into my ear that was for the whole body. And I want to start with this. The part of the prophetic word was that God, some people, God wants to use you in mighty ways. But what has to happen is he has to break the lid off because we put lids on God. But how many know God is unlimited? There is no un in God. How many believe that? How many believe he can do something incredible in 2023? But you see, they are a perfect example of what I want to talk about today. Because he had his job, she had her job, and they went into a season of seeking God. We're getting ready for a fast. Everybody get ready to seek God. Somebody say amen. amen. We're going into this fast and we're seeking God because we want to hear him uh, 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 more than ever before. We want to hear him better. We want to know him better. And we want to see him move like never before. And so all of these things happen for very particular reasons. And I want you to know today is really, this is like a prayer meeting. Okay? And I want to encourage you. One of the new priorities of your life ought to be, hands down, to go to the prayer meeting. The prayer meeting is the most important meeting of the week. In a sense, it's because of what I want to talk to you 
about today. And so, yes, we, we, we want to set goals in God and we want to see God do great things. But in a sense, what I want to talk about is the God side of goal setting. There's a God side to goal setting. What I want to talk about flows from a certain place. The purpose of this flat, pat, uh, fast is because we want to, to get something special from God. What I want to talk about really speaks to, flows from what will happen behind closed doors. Everybody say behind closed doors. Behind closed doors. That's the title of the message. It's behind closed doors. This year, if you're going to really hear from God, if you're going to really receive from God, if you're going to experience the supernatural, if, the, if lids are going to be broken off in our life, you know what it really comes down to? It comes down to what happens behind closed doors. And that's what this fast is all about. The fast is about focus. This message is to get you ready for this fast. This, fa this fast is about focus. It's about consecration so that we could really receive from the Lord and hear from the Lord and know the Lord. How do you leave a job, you know, we're doing good, we're doing ministry, give it all up and start a ministry to children who are rejected by everyone. You know, it's so funny. You know what the standout, the stand, Jay and Maggie are very special people, right? But let me tell you what stood out to me when I went there. When I went there, there weren't a lot of kids in the house at that moment. They were doing some stuff. But I walked into the house and I saw different places where the kids were ministered to. And I'm telling you right now, I felt the presence of God. It's like the Lord was hovering there, waiting for them. How many, how many believe that our year can be dictated by the presence of God being upon our lives? How does that happen? It's behind closed doors. This is an irrefutable principle that's all over the Bible. I'm going to read to you from the New Testament. I'm going to read to you a story in the Old Testament. I want you to know what we need the most is secured behind closed doors. And I want to read to you Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. My prayer is that all year long we will be talking about what happens behind closed doors. So look, Matthew chapter 6 says, but when you pray, go to your room, three words, everyone, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen, and your father who sees what you do in private will reward you in public. Okay, everybody say close the door. When we close the door with God, special things happen. Can I tell you something today? Your private life is everything. 
Your private life with God is everything. You, you, the, the, the quality of your life, the quality of your being is all based on your private life with God. God is the one who can give us private victory. God is the one who can break off those lids. God is the one who can conquer our past. God is the one who can do the thing that no one else, he can touch us, he can heal us, he can release us. How many believe that today? Hallelujah, he's able by his mighty power. Power. But you have to shut the door. You got to close the door. And listen, as your pastor, I love you. And I pray for you. I pray for your family. I pray for your children. I can tell you that with all the fiber of my being that I pray for you during the week. And I pray for your kids. I pray for college students. I pray for marriages. I want what's best for you. Jesus came that we might have the fullness of life. Let me tell you how you get the fullness of life. You have to shut the door. You got to close the door. You got to learn. My prayer for you is that you would learn. So look, it says close the door. Pray to your father who is unseen. You don't have to see God. You don't have to see God. Because how many know God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in what? In spirit and in truth. He's real. Somebody say he's real. He's real. Jesus is real. He came to the earth. He rose from the dead in power. And then he sent his Holy Spirit to be with us. Anybody here have the Holy Spirit? God is real. Hallelujah. So we have to break past the insecurity, the discomfort, the self-consciousness of being alone with God. We have to shut the door. We have to shut off the phone. We have to turn off the iPad. Okay, calm down. Hold, hold that person who just fell over. We have to shut off Instagram and, and, and social media and Facebook and all of those and TikTok. Shut it off for a while. I'm not talking about legalism. I'm talking about getting on the right foundation in 2023. We need to close the door. You know, I want to encourage you. Talk to your children. I'm, I saw Elam when I was, well, Elam's 17 years old, right? The key to Elam's life is that he would get behind a closed door and seek the face of God. There's teenagers and then there's spirit-filled, anointed, powerful teenagers for the glory of God. How many believe our children can be that way? But do it, Lord. Talk to your kids. Talk to your family. Look, can I tell you this? People who avoid their private life not only run out of what God has for them, but they end up spiritually and emotionally bankrupt. And so it's all about what is happening between you and God. And how many know he's a reward of them that diligently seek him? The true health of a person is measured by what the Lord does in them behind closed doors behind closed doors. We went, we went on a 
sabbatical this year. And I, I really believe like while we were away, I had never, I hadn't, well, it's been 30 years. I hadn't had just like an extended period of time. It was just Chrissy and I, and I was just reading my Bible and seeking God uh, uh, um, for myself. It's my, it's my responsibility. God gives me the grace to seek God for you too. But it was really something. When you stop and seek God for yourself, you experience the deep touch of God. Everybody say deep touch. There's a deep touch from God that God reaches you in places that no one else can reach. Where does that happen? Everyone? Happens behind closed doors. And so powerful, powerful things happen behind closed doors. I want to say a couple more things, then I want to read a real practical story that maybe you could relate to this woman in this story who lost her husband. We experience all kinds of losses in life. That's the reality. But let me, let me just say this. Behind closed doors, you learn to shut out blame and shut out excuses. Some people develop a paradigm of blame. Do you realize our culture is marked by blame and criticism? And we spend so much energy pointing at other people. But when you live a life of blame, you're putting way too much power in whatever that person is doing. How many know we can be powerful in our relationship with God? And regardless of what people are doing, we can be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And we can be fruitful for his glory. Let them do whatever they want to do in this world. We're going to get strong in God behind closed doors. And your life will be so set free when you stop blaming people and you start receiving from God. And so there are things that God wants to break off and release us from. Paradigms of mistrust, paradigms of, resent, of resentment. All of these things when we just get behind closed doors with him. Now I want to give you a story this is a biblical example of how God took a tough moment. God can take a tough year. God, maybe you had a tough season. I'm telling you right now, God wants to do something deep and powerful. Amen. But you're going to see. Thank you for that amen. ¿Qué pasó? What happened with everybody? You know? How many know God wants to do something deep and powerful in 2023? Come on, let's say amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm going to buy that brother a sandwich after church. Amen. So look, 2 Kings is a unique story, but the story is there for us. Every story in the Old Testament is for us. Thousands of years ago written, but it was still for us today. So look, it says, the widow of a member of a group of prophets went to Elisha, he was like the leader at the time, and said, sir, my husband has died. She experienced loss. If you're here, and when you look back on 2023, and there was loss, even when there's loss, how many know there's great hope in Christ? Amen. 
God is able by his mighty power. And she said, as you know, he was a God-fearing man, but now a man he owed money to has come to take away my two sons as slaves in payment for my husband's debt. So it was more than loss. Now, now there was this onslaught. There was this attack. How many of you know debt is bondage? But today I'm not just talking about financial debt. Some of us, we, we live as if we owe something to the past. Mistakes we've made, decisions we've made, things that have happened. And we live with that same sense of loss and emptiness that she was living with. And so here's what happened. He says, what shall I do for you, he asked. He says, tell me, and I want you to ask this question of yourself. What do you have at home? What do you have at home? When we're done today, I really want to pray for our homes, that God would do something great in our homes. What do you have at home? Nothing at all except a small jar of olive oil. Nothing at all except a small jar of olive oil. Now, let me pause here. Um, and say this, when you read a story like this in the Old Testament and they start to talk about oil, oil in the Bible is a symbol of who? Holy the Holy Spirit. Okay? The Bible says, not by might, nor by power. It's not by human might, not by human power, but by the Spirit of God. Okay, that's a, there's a prophetic example of that in the book of Zechariah, and it talks about the oil. There's a vision, uh, a picture of olive uh, trees providing oil to the lampstand. Oil is a symbol of the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. So he says, what do you have? She goes, nothing except a small jar of oil. One of the powerful things about this moment is that even though she didn't have human resources, even she didn't have, she lost the comfort of her husband. Even though she didn't have financial resources, she did have some oil. And you're going to see this story unfolds. And I want to declare to you, when you have even a little of oil, a little of God becomes enough to overcome and surpass everything that you're facing. A little of God. God, today, if you do the right thing, a little of God will be incredible in 2023. When you have God, you have everything. When you have the Holy Spirit, you have everything. Somebody say amen. amen. You have everything. You have everything. So look at what he says. Go to your neighbors and borrow as many empty jars as you can. Okay. Then you and your sons Go into the house. Three words, everyone. Close the door. What's today's takeaway, everyone? You got to go home and close the door. You got to go home and close the door. Okay? Setting aside what you've been through, setting aside what you're going through, setting aside what you're facing, setting aside what you're lacking. We got to go home and do what? Go home, close the door. And then watch. It says, and start pouring oil. And start pouring oil into the jar, 
in the, uh, into the jars. Set each one aside as soon as it's full. So the woman went into her house with her sons, closed the door, took the small jar of olive oil, and poured oil into the jars as her sons brought them to her. Almost done. When they had filled all the jars, all the jars, she asked if there were any more. That was the last one, one of her sons answered. And the olive oil stopped flowing. She went back to Elisha, the prophet, who said to her, sell the olive oil and pay all your debts, and there will be enough money left over for you and your sons to live on. How many know God can pour into us enough, more than enough, to meet all of the needs so that we could be in, living in the abundance, in the fullness that he has for us? But it always happens when we... So let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for every brother and sister here, Lord, we, we thank you, Lord, for, um, for people that are watching online. And we thank you that we can start the, the beginning of the year not by focusing on what's inside of us, but focusing on you filling us. And God, I pray that you would just take the next couple of moments and unpack your truth, oh God, and give us hearts to close the door and to be with you. I pray that this January would be the most special January we've ever experienced in our lives. And God, I know that's possible because you said that you take us from strength to strength and from glory to glory. So God, pour out your glory on all of your people, young and old. Pour out your glory, God, as we close the door. And get alone with you. So bless your word. Bless all of our hearts. Shatter every lid by your mighty power. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And hallelujah. So what I want to do is just very quickly um, give two quick kind of pieces of advice on what do we do to get ready for 2023. How are, we, how are we supposed to, even if we have experienced loss, you know, I, I thought about Joshua when, when um, as I was praying over this message, because here Joshua was with Moses. He was, um, you know, he's kind of like a, an assistant to him. He was one of his generals, but Moses was in charge. Moses was hearing from God, doing miracles. But Joshua got ready even for when Moses was gone. Listen, look at this verse. I love this verse. And this wants to, this to me, this speaks to the spirit of, of what, I'm, what I want to talk about. It says the, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face. Hallelujah for Moses. As one speaks to a friend, it says, then Moses would return to the camp. But watch this. But his young aide, Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. So here Moses was doing great things for God, 
And, and Moses was, was hearing from God. But Joshua was like, hey, the God who speaks to Moses face to face wants to speak to me face to face. How many believe the God who has spoken to great men and women of God throughout history wants to speak to us face to face? Anybody here believe that today? He wants to speak to us. He wants to reveal himself to us. See, see, that's the lid that has to be broken. Right there. Right there. Because we get comfortable being on the outside, but brothers and sisters, we got to get on the inside. We got to get inside. So here it is very quickly. And then we're going to pray. What do we have to do? Well, we've been saying it. We have to, first of all, shut the door and prepare the vessel. We have to shut the door and then prepare the vessel. Go get the vessels. There are treasures, rewards available to those who shut the door. But you have to shut the door and prepare the vessel. This is a personal decision. This is a personal choice. And remember, why does God put this story in the Bible? What do we need to learn from this? Here it is. You ready? God will only fill an empty vessel. You got to be empty if you want to be filled. If you're full of your own dreams, if you're full of your own ideas, if you're full of yourself, okay, God can't fill you. If you're full of your own smarts and your own wisdom and your own this and your own that, let me tell you something, there might be some good stuff in there, but how many know it's a mixed bag for everyone? But if we'll empty ourselves, how many know, then he'll fill us with the oil of the Holy Spirit. And so one of the things that has to happen this year, and I've been, I've, I, I'm, I'm praying for you, I'm praying this for myself, is one of the greatest lessons that we could learn is if we could just learn how to empty ourselves. They could send me uh, the keyboard player. You know, we need to learn how to die to self. We need to learn how to come to the end of ourself. We need to learn that in this self dwells no good thing. And so there's a place where you yield to God, your dreams, your desires. You realize you can't really hear from God and you can't really receive from God until you lay down your self. When we die to self, everything changes. In the kingdom of God, can I tell you something? The way up is down. And when you get, when you, when you really lay down your life before God, then you start to experience powerful private victory. Amen. Now, the truth of the matter is, is get ready. Everybody say get ready. Get ready. Because, you know, you're minding your own business and doing a good thing. And then God says, I want you to leave all of that. She said, we quit our lives. Anybody here ready to quit your life for the cause of Christ? Yes. When you die to self, then all things are possible. But it's something that happens in the presence of God. That's why I, I, 
I love the song that we were singing today. Listen to this. This is so all over the Bible. 2 Timothy 2, 20, 21 says this. In a large house there are dishes, vessels, and bowls of all kinds. There's vessels of all kinds in this room. Okay, Some are made of silver and gold, other of wood and clay. Some are for special occasions, others for ordinary use. Anybody want to be used for special purposes? Watch this. It says, those who make themselves clean from all those evil things will be used for two words, everyone, special purposes. God has a special purpose for your life. But you don't understand where I've been, what I've done. Let me tell you, the blood of Jesus can cleanse you. The blood of Jesus can cleanse you. When you're cleansed, you're ready. You're ready to be filled. Because they are dedicated and useful to the master. Ready to be used for every good deed. Listen to this famous woman of God said, The Heavenly Father does not ask for golden vessels. He does not ask for silver vessels. God asks for yielded vessels. Those who will submit their will to the will of the Father. And the greatest human attainment in all the world is for life to be so surrendered to him that the name of God Almighty will be glorified through that life. Through that life. What does God want us to do in, in January? He wants us to get empty. He wants us to get prepared for the special purpose. Does anybody want to get prepared for the special purposes? Think about all the things that we prepare for. Think about all the things that we put energy into. We found this checklist of a World War II pilot before he took off. Look at this. I thought this is amazing. Okay? So just the, the pilot and the co-pilot, uh, co I'm not going to read all of them, but listen. The pilot, before starting, he had to check 17 things. And then there were another seven things be before he started the engine. Right? All of that preparation for just one flight. Right? All that preparation. We get on a plane and we're hanging out and we're watching. But how many know, I hope those brothers in that front and sisters, I hope they're preparing for the flight. What about preparing for 2023? What if we got into the presence of God? What if, what if we, we got alone with the Lord? I'm jealous for you to experience this. I'm dreaming about this for you. No matter what you feel, you could be discouraged, you could be depressed, you could be down and out. I'm telling you right now, go home and shut the door. And wait for him. Say, Lord, clean me out. I give you my life. I give you my dreams. I give you my all. You're my king. You're my Lord. You're my God. You're my creator.
Make me a vessel fit for the master's use. I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, the mind cannot conceive the wonderful thing that God has in store for his people. But it all happens.